Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about this godforsaken puzzle where Bob is you, but the box is you, and the box has love, and love is defeat? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? Uh, you know. Excellent I... answer. <laughs> Next question. Yes. <laughs> How are and... you today? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm. Yep. I just, I twenty twenty has not been kind to me. <laughs> it's a it, it's a wild time. Yeah. It's a wild time right now. It's not a good one. Yeah. World War Three is starting on a doorstep. <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't want to even think about it. People come to this podcast to forget about all the troubles of life. That's true. People don't want to hear about how m- my whole fucking family is trying to be in the hospital forever. It's fine. God. <laughs> it's fine. Jeez. I was just going to say that they come here for the trouble of the Golden Globes, but I guess we'll get into that later. Oh, God. I, I don't even want to get into it. It's just my, my whole family has been sick this year. My dad was in the hospital. you said your dad was sick. Yeah. Yeah. So he was in the hospital. He's he's out now. He's getting better. And now my niece is in the hospital. And I just, just mm. want some wellness. Yeah. Wellness up in this world. People need wellness. I know. I got home today and Taylor had to go in like way later than normal. And she was just standing there. And I was like, what are you doing? She was like... Throughout my back. Oh no. Cop move. I was like, well, <laughs> let's take you to work. <laughs> <laughs> I was at work late because people don't know how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a great time. It's a great time to be alive. Everything's going right in 2020. Yeah. Here we are. Perfect vision. Perfect soul. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <sighs> yeah. Speaking of nobody cares. You know who really didn't care? Who didn't care? Ricky Gervais. At the Golden Globes? You sent me that video and I was like, oh, okay, he's being funny. Oh. Like, like, like he's being funny. And well, then I kept watching it and I was like, oh, no, he doesn't care anymore. No, he just don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess he was just like over it. I So did the Golden Globes like contracts him for five years and they were like you have to do a five-year hosting stint i don't think so i think they just kept going you're the one that brings in the most views like let's keep asking you right yeah but i'm guessing they did something to him and he was like you know what i already uh, agreed like like he probably already agreed to this one okay and, and then was like i'm leaving though after yeah, the way this. he was talking, it sounded like he was like, I had five years to do it, and I did it for five years, and now I am done, and I will never do it again, and I hate all of you, and fuck you. <laughs> so, I haven't watched everything that happened, Man. but from everything that I've seen that happened, that was a fucking night. <laughs> like, okay. Like, he started at that level, and then he just kept it the whole night. Oh, it's not just him. It was like everybody just just like let go really everybody let go wow so apparently on the red carpet like before the show you know how they'll like hey come do an interview real quick and they grab people Uh uh-huh well apparently scarlett johansson was on the red carpet doing an interview and nicole kidman and keith urban like i'ma let you finish but and like rolled (laughs) up into her interview what and so i i I haven't watched that one yet, but I really want to. All right. But so they rolled in and did that. Uh, apparently Brad Pitt went off that, like, he's the most 
handsome, attractive dude on the planet, and he can't bring women to the to the show with him because they'll just say that they're dating. Was oh. in his speech. All right. He goes. He goes. Well, I was gonna bring my mom, but anytime a girl's standing next to me, they say that we're dating. I mean, it's true. And I was like, okay. And then, the okay. So I watched this one before you sent me the Ricky Gervais, right? Uh-huh. But I didn't get to finish it. Then I go to Ricky Gervais, went back to the one I was trying to watch, and was like, oh yeah, that night was just was just off the rails from the get go. <laughs> So do you remember how in his thing he says, when you come up here, don't do some little political song and dance. Just fucking grab your award and walk off, right? Get your little award. Get off the stage. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix won for best actor in a drama. For Joker? Yeah. And proceeded to do nothing but politically downput everybody in the audience. Oh, shit. (laughs) What? Like, he looked like he was under the influence of something because he couldn't sit still and he was like almost clawing the skin off of his face at times i did not see this joaquin phoenix golden globe yeah and so basically he goes he goes we got to save the planet guys like the planet needs to be done and we're all to blame for it like we don't need to be all rich and famous and take our private jets just to come do this show tonight. You can find another way here. I mean, Lord knows I, I haven't been the best guy, but I'm being better, and you guys need to be better because you guys suck. Damn. And I was like, God damn. Bringing hot, hot heat. What is happening? Then he apparently, I didn't know this, but like when you win, when you walk off the stage. There's, like, another stage back there that they do, like, a post-winning interview with you. Uh-huh. So, he goes back there, and they were like, oh, so you won for the Joker. What was it like to be in that mindset? And he was like, have you not been watching me interviewing for the past six months? Like, I have literally <laughs> answered that question so many times. Like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to, like, say the same thing but tweak it? Do you want me to write, like, an essay-type thing for you? Like, copy-paste, but not, but not quite... And he, like, went off on him, and I was like, good, what is fucking happening right now? It's got to be frustrating to be an actor and just be asked a bunch of questions like that, and I think that... That's true, though. I think Ricky Gervais just kind of set the tone, and everyone else was like, I guess we're doing this. Fuck it. Fuck everything. I and, guess so. like, filters removed for the night. I mean, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta. I guess that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I guess sometimes you gotta. Oh, my God. So I got to crack this thing. Ooh, crack it. Well, how are you cracking? So I I did make a cup of hot tea. We discussed this pre-pod. I was like, I got my seltzer. I sat down and I was like, I just want tea right now. So I made a cup of tea. It's uh, the flavor is called Christmas Eve. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm drinking it on January 7th. So nice. Cheers. But uh, also Um, question. What does Christmas Eve taste like? Uh, let me, let me give it a sip here and I'll describe the notes to you. So it's scent. Okay. It's got like a, a piney sort of floral scent and then like, yeah. uh, and then you go, tastes like dirt. <laughs> no, it's got like a, like a, like a honey mint kind of oh, taste. Okay. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. It's nice. And then we got this thing, but to rip it open. Do it. Crack. Well, you brought up tea, and I was like, I want some tea. So I just made a little uh, apple cider in the Keurig real quick. Oh, it's so good. Mm. It literally tastes like Honeycrisp. It's you crazy. Honeycrisp cider. I love oh, that Oh, man. It's so good. My seltzer is a new brand that I'm trying out. We went to Aldi for the first time because an Aldi just opened up. Okay. Our- small little town here um yeah so it's all day brand seltzer it's called Bella Vie. okay it's grapefruit pamplemousse pamplemousse it's fine Tastes um like i think one of the people in the uk that i used to work with uh-huh. she left and works for like the aldi headquarters over in oh, sweet england so that's cool like, I always knew of Aldi, and they were like, you guys don't have those there, right? And I was like, we have a lot of them. Yeah, it used to be, like, not a thing. I, 
I think Aldi and Trader Joe's are actually the same parent company. They're like the same store. Yeah. But they're called different things for some reason, and I don't remember why. I thought it was like Trader Joe's are in the south and then Aldi are in the north, but I... Not anymore. Not anymore. Like, them lines be crossing. Yeah. So what you been getting into? Uh, What have I been getting into? So we have been playing a game called... Escapist 2. Okay. I never played Escapist 1. <laughs> so I have dabbled in it. I yeah. only bought it because it's when I was really big into The Walking Dead. And it was like an Escapist Walking Dead version. Oh, really? And I was like, ooh, <laughs> that sounds fun. I was like, oh, and you get like part one to whatever this is for for like free. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I bought it, and, and then I was like, well, I'm not going to play The Walking Dead one. I want to play the real game to see what it's like, right? Yeah. And I hated it. I played it for oh. like an hour and was like, I don't know what I'm doing. There is a huge learning and curve. And I gave up. So like, yeah, so the game in and of itself is problematic because, I mean, you're playing as a prisoner, and the big mechanic is that the guards will, like, beat the shit out of you pretty often. So it's kind yeah. of it's kind of heavy subject material, but... They're like little cartoons, and it's cartoon violence, so I yeah. kind of remove myself from the, the real aspect of it, but, um, <laughs> okay. so you're in these prisons, and you're trying to find, like, creative ways to break out, so, of course, you can, like, dig under the fence, but there's other ways to get out, so it's it's all in crafting, so you have to, like, steal shit from other inmates and, like, hide it in your desk in the hidey hole compartment, and you can beat up guards and take their keys, and in the last one that we did... Holy uh-huh. shit, we were on a ship, and okay. <laughs> it's so Richard and I are playing together, it's a cooperative thing, so it's split screen, and um, we were playing on this ship where when you leave your cell, if a guard sees you, like, on site, they will chase you down and beat you up <laughs> and take you back to your cell. Okay. So, when you're, like, you have to just kind of run around and loot stuff and find things, and we were trying to figure out how the fuck do you get off the ship, we found a helicopter... We ran into the helicopter, and it was like, we're going to need a, a fake gun if we're going to get this guard out of here. So we had to, like, run back in and find all the pieces parts for a fake gun. And to make a fake gun, you need to get, like, you have to make, a, like, a bubblegum gun and then <laughs> cover it in ink. So you have to find the ingredients for a bubblegum gun, which is, like, gum and wax and uh-huh. soap. And it's basically, you're just running around collecting everything, and it's crazy because the guards are chasing you and you're hiding in lockers and shit and it's like fucking okay. scooby-doo running this in, is in and out of doors literally nothing like part one. Oh, really so part one it was like you lived day to day and it was like okay try to escape within a month and so, yeah, so it was they like have, they have missions that are like that but they have also time-based missions where like you have 30 minutes to get off this ship good luck okay and God, by the end of this mission, Richard and I are, like, screaming at the fucking screen, just like, ah! It's one of the most fun cooperative experiences if you're playing with somebody you love. Yeah. Yeah, because the one I played, it was like, it's, you, like, wake up for the day, they let you out, and then you were just supposed to, like, talk to everybody and know that, like, this one secretly loves this one, so if you talk to this <laughs> one enough and make them your friend over the course of days, though... You know, uh-huh. you like can gain enough trust with them to get this piece that then you can trade to this guy, but only if you befriend him to a certain level. And it was like, how do you know who's going to give you what by being their friend or not? Like, it was Damn. super hardcore. Like, you need a wiki to just go, all right, I know that this is how I want to get out. So I need to friend these four people and do this over the course of like the 20 days. You know? Yeah, that sounds complicated. And I was like, um, fuck that. The most complicated one that we've done so far, we, like, built a glider and just, <laughs> like, airplane glided out of the uh, facility. Okay. But, I mean, the the whole concept for the way we've been playing it anyway, I don't know if this is, like, the official way you're supposed to play, but we just steal shit from everybody. <laughs> like, I loot I mean, desks and I, I mean, hide things. you're in prison, so. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever play Don't Starve? No, it's been recommended to me several times, but I never uh, got it. Well, I was going to say, if you like crafting things, uh huh. I played Subnautica for the first time the other day. Subnautica? So, you're 
in a spaceship and it crashes, right? Okay. And you are the sole survivor. You crawl out of your escape pod and you are on this planet that is nothing but ocean. Oh, shit. Oh, I... And then it says this, live. This is like um, a 3D thing, like VR, right? I think it could be, but this one's not, no. Okay. I I feel like I played this in VR and it made me sick. <laughs> and I had to lay down because it was like, it was too much. So Mary had brought it over, right? Uh-huh. And she was like, I just want to show it to you. And then she was having tr- trouble catching some of the fish. So she goes, here, you catch the fish. And I was like, okay. So I like start catching the fish. And then we made food. And then we made water. Because you have a, a health bar, a hunger bar, and like a thirst bar, right? Yeah. And so I like do all that. And I was like, okay. And she's like, well, since you were already having the controller in your hands, uh, find these scrap pieces and do this. And then we played it for eight hours. Holy shit. Subnautica. I want to see uh, what it looks like because I feel like, yes. Yeah, I feel like this is in VR. I mean, there probably is a VR one, but we were just playing this one on the PlayStation. I don't know if it was this one or one that was like really similar, but yeah, it looks like the one that I played before. Because Subnautica's it... been in early access for like four years. Fuck. <laughs> and it finally came out like a year ago. Yeah. For people to finally own and enjoy. Uh-huh. It reminds me of um, No Man's Sky, kind of. Kind of. But, like... So, there is apparently a VR version of it, so you probably did play that. Okay, yeah. It was when the VR first came out, so... Yeah, because, I mean, this, this game is essentially old, even if it yeah. hadn't been out all this time. That's funny. But, so, we played it forever... And she has, I guess, watched it on YouTube for a long time. Uh-huh. So she kind of knew some stuff. And we get to this one part, like, eight hours in, and I was like, okay, so it's like the first bit of story that has happened in the eight hours, right? Uh-huh. And she goes, okay, the game literally just started. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, never bring this to me again. Oh, my God. Oh, there are some fucking... I'm looking at pictures right now, and there are some creatures under the water no thank you that looks like a, a furby with tentacles i didn't think it was that scary i'm not like sea creatures that's one thing that just <laughs> fucks me up i cannot with them Also, you do have to like swim towards the giant ship that you crashed here on uh-huh. right and there is this giant thing that has like arms on its face Ew. And when it swims up to you, it, like, grabs you with those arms and is constantly biting at your face. So I can see that in VR being ridiculous. Yeah, not into that. So if you guys want to try something, it was interesting, but you would probably be playing it for, like, 100 plus hours to, like, get through it. I mean, that's good, though. I like games that have a lot of content like that. I just don't like a game where it's taking that long because I have to stop progressing it in the game just to eat. Yeah, I hate you that. You know, like, like, it's not like the game is really that long. It's that I have to stop because I'm thirsty, but I can only drink something if I catch this one particular type of fish that then I have to take back to my base to make into the water. So I'm spending 30 minutes not moving forward in the game, just drinking water. Yeah, you know? frustrating survival mechanics. Yeah. That's the entirety of No Man's Sky. It's just frustrating survival mechanics. No, thank you. I still haven't played that one. Don't bother. I spent money on it, and I wish I hadn't. I actually have it here right now. No Man's Sky? Mary let us borrow that game. Man. She's really into the... She likes, I guess, more of like an MMO-style game. Just like there's always something yeah. to do, mm-hmm. you know? I do. I love open-world games, and that's what I assumed No Man's Sky was going to be. And it just wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I was playing it wrong. <laughs> I doubt it. I played it for I played it for like ten hours and it was just all tutorial the whole time and it was like I'm sorry. And then you have to If you give a, a game ten hours of, of your life and you go, I don't think I'm enjoying myself, you you should probably stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we should have stopped earlier. I should have stopped like three hours in or something when I could still get my refund, you know? Oh. So play- three three hours in, you'd be cool playing that, but you couldn't sit through three hours of the Irishman. Okay. Oh my god. I don't even <laughs> that that is beyond <laughs> survival mechanics. 
uh, I would have crafted my way out of that movie if I could have. That's what I'm playing right now. Did you see the quote-unquote reveal of the PlayStation 5 icon, the new logo? I have not. All right. What do you think the PlayStation 5 logo looks like? I keep hearing people talking about a V, and so I'm thinking there's going to be a V in there, like Battlefield 5. All right. Let me grab an image of it for you. Okay. I'm going to drop it here in Discord. Get ready. I'm ready. I bet it's fake. please. It's fake. Oh, wait. You put it in this one. Boom. Oh, it's pretty normal. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Woohoo. They have not changed a thing. Like They don't they just, need to. It's yeah, perfect. I guess. I mean, they found the font that works, and they were just like, yeah, that one forever. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I was I was really afraid of some, like, really gross, complicated, weird logo. So PlayStation, they used to have, like, what was PlayStation 1's logo? It was like a P that had a reflection, right? It's it's the thing on the left of the PS5. Just the just the PS? Yeah. No, it had like that red P and then it had the the S. Yeah. Well, so it was that symbol but colored. But the S is on the on the ground behind yeah. the P. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like all 3D and fancy looking. Yeah. Yeah, that's the PlayStation that I grew up with, and then and then PS2 just goes, hey, look at that PS2, and PS3 is like yeah. PS3, PS4, PS5 now. Yeah, so they haven't changed shit ever since then. They're just like, yep, this is it. This is the one we're gonna do forever. I mean, that's that's stictuitiveness. I mean, it's which fine. I love because Xbox, Xbox you don't know what the fuck they're doing. What? Yeah, you don't know what's what. They're making a goddamn fridge for their next console, like because it was Xbox. Xbox 360, which means let's end up right back where we were. Let's do a full circle, come completely back home. Then Xbox One, like, let's go back to square one. We were going to go backwards now. And now it's Xbox Next, the one after the one we just had. Like, the the next one. It's... That's a weird naming thing. Like, PlayStations make sense, because it's the fifth one, right? (laughs) It's the fifth one. What would you do if they just, like, came out of left field and they were like, PlayStation Virgo or something crazy? I'd be mad. Yeah. I'd go, nope, I'm not not into that. Not having it. Uh, did you know that the Samsung phones are apparently not going to do the 11? But what? supposedly skip to the 20 so that they are in line with the years now? Okay. <laughs> that may happen, but no one's for sure. It's a weird choice. Like, wh- I would just call it, like, Samsung 2.0. You know, so they're just gonna be like, nope, it's the Samsung Galaxy twenty because it's twenty twenty, and then you'll get Samsung Galaxy S twenty one and twenty one. I guess that makes sense. Like, so you can kind of you'll know like what year phone your is. phone is. Yeah, yeah. Like iPhone seven means nothing to me. I have no idea when that came out. Mm-mm. So they so they're talking about doing that, but like think about how Nintendo named theirs. Theirs is not named by anything but this is what the thing actually does yeah you have the nintendo switch where you can switch it between the screen and the little screen then you have the nintendo wii where it makes you go wee and then here's the gamecube because it's a gaming cube of a box (laughs) and then do you remember that nintendo well this one's a super (laughs) it's a super nintendo things the n64 uh okay we got 64 bit bit things. i know but like pixelies like nobody knows that it's not like built into the system of like look at that 64 you know There's 64 of them now look at that you can count them they're all right there so thank you for showing me this because i feel much better this is so complete this is a delight i'm very happy the five kind of weirds me out though like i feel because like it's two, not in the format it's not in the right font like the two Mm-hmm. was a little it was different right like the ps2 the s and the two were like mirrors of each other no because the two is like it has the full the full scope of shit let me let me grab this and copy this yeah you're right it's like so, a full two but it's yeah. still that hard line they should have just like taken the two and flipped it because it would have been a five yeah but maybe that's too confusing maybe gamers would have been like it's it's anti-dyslexic game. <laughs> we don't want that. This is a dyslexia-inclusive console. 
So the PlayStation Three had a different logo, did it? Yeah, it it actually completed the P, because I mean they they keep showing this one, but I don't. That's not what was on mine. Did you have a knockoff PlayStation Three? Uh, no. Are you sure? Because I yeah. only see the incomplete P. You know, if you take an incomplete P, you get a UCI. <laughs> that's true. No, because it matched the Spider-Man font. What? So Sony made the Spider-Man movie right around when the PlayStation 3 was coming out. And those yeah. those those fonts are the exact same. Don't lie to me. Yeah, the PlayStation 3 used Spider-Man font. Did you have a skinny or a fat one? I had all of them. Did they have different fonts? Because like the, the fat one says PlayStation on it, whereas the skinny one says PS. Yeah. With the incomplete P. Boom. So, yeah. I guess they changed it, like, some point through. Yeah. But I I just pulled up, like, PS5 logo stuff, and it was like, world reacts to PlayStation 5 logo. <laughs> they say, it's perfect. <laughs> I was like, it's the best news, news story title ever. You're yep. right. It is perfect. Just a big okay sign. Three fingers up. So, I love it. It's fantastic. I'm very, very, very complete with this. Is that a picture of just your old PlayStation 2? It is no, dusty it's, and gross as shit. It's really grimy. <laughs> it's nasty. It's like somebody's oh eBay listing. God. Please dust it. Like Dusty ass PlayStation. Mine doesn't look like that. No. People who care for their systems I don't know. want their systems look like this. Ugh. Oh, so speaking of games, I'm going to be going back to the UK again, right? Okay. And so I was like, okay. I really want to play some Destiny while I'm gone, right? Yeah. So I was like, how can I play Destiny? You can take your entire fucking computer on the plane? No. Good. <laughs> I'm thinking that I can Steam Link oh. from the US all the way to the UK. I don't think you can do that. And potentially play. I have no idea, and nowhere will tell me. I think you can do it, like, within a house, but... Well, so... They used to have it where you could only do it in your own home. Uh-huh. But then they released a new app when they got rid of the, like, Steam Link <gasps> actual box. I have an idea for you. And now you can do it outside. But what's the idea? Google Stadia. You can do no. it anywhere. No. I want you Not to be the Stadia that. guinea pig. Someone's got to try it. Mm-mm. Ugh. Not happening. Yeah. I don't I know if, do if you... I don't know if you can cross-save with the Stadia. What do you mean? Like, so, like, I have my person on the computer, right? Yeah. But then I have it set to, if I go to the PlayStation, I still play as that character. And I'm still like, building up those stats, those the weapons. The same dude, cross-platform. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the stadium would do that, right? I mean, I think technically... they made it their own thing. What? Destiny 2 cross-platform Stadia. Stadia. The Stadia version is its own and will not support cross-play of any kind. That's fucking stupid, Google. So I can't do that. Nope. Well. Nope, not doing it. I will never pay for the games this way, Kelsey. (laughs) Okay, so a Steam Link. I don't... I... I feel like a Steam Link hardly works when I take it from my bedroom to my living room. Like... Well, so... So, you know how they, like, sold all their little box things, right? They were like, purge these. Yeah, because they were like, we're discontinuing this. Purge them. Okay. And they were, like, $10. So, I bought one for, like, 10 bucks when it's, like, a $100 thing. Shit. When you do the Steam Link now, you don't use that box. You use an app on your phone or tablet or whatever else. What? So, yeah, like, the Steam Link, we that box, like is not two... a thing anymore. Of those stupid fucking boxes when they were full price and they have never worked right. Like the Steam Link, I think is 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 a bad product. I just I can't get around it. It is, and that's why they discontinued it. Yeah, but they made something different. What have they made? It's basically a Stadia, but it's not a like specific platform. I guess I should get it for free because I bought two shit boxes. And it is free. Oh god damn it! All right, you just you just go to your phone. (laughs) You go to your app store and download Steam Link, tie it to your computer, and then you're good to go. And apparently, like, there's some guys that were like, I use it to play at work sometimes. Huh. So apparently you can. I just don't know how well it will work across the Atlantic. 
Okay. If if at all. Pro- probably not well. I would I would wager to bet. But um I might actually try it tonight and take it to work and see if I can play at work. Yeah. And then I might just out. take my thing to the UK and see if it works. Check it out, may as well try. I know, right? Because I was like, man, I'm going to miss like so many weekly things. Wah. That's how you know you're too deep in a game. That's me I... the Overwatch skins, though. When they release those like weekly skin challenges, I'm like, I gotta <laughs> get those boxes. Well, yeah. Gotta do that shit. Yeah. Like, I used to be way more. Oh, okay. By the way, I was reading about Overwatch 2. Oh, yeah? I mean, this, is, on it? this is like old news, I guess. Okay. But I was using my... So, GameStop... If you're, like, part of their rewards program, you get the Game Informer magazine, right? Yeah. Well, a long time ago. Game Informer? Yeah. What? I thought they retired it. Nope, it's still there. What magazine retired? Was it, like, Nintendo Direct? Nintendo Power's gone. Yeah, Nintendo Power. That's the one. So Game Informer's still around, but I finally was like, all right, I'm done getting, like, the physical ones. Like, I want the digital thing, right? Right. Oh, look at you, you, graduating in the world. I know. But you have to use this app that doesn't fucking work. Uh. Right? And now it, like, kind of works. So it's like, all right, well, I should read the, like, ten issues I haven't touched in that time, right? Yeah. So I was going through them, and I'm on this Diablo one that came out, like, two months ago. Nice. For Diablo 4? It's just... Oh, sorry. The Blizzard issue, because it's got Diablo 4, Overwatch 2, like, all the stuff that they're working on, right? Yeah. So I was reading about Overwatch 2, and I was like, this is going to be great. <laughs> so This, this is going to be fantastic. And I think you've already <laughs> told me stuff about it. But how, like, every skin carries over. Yes. Everything that's in the new one is in the old one. Like, everything will be the same, except you're buying part two solely for the story mode. Yeah, I think it's a really smart way to do a sequel, so I applaud Blizzard for that. Yeah, it, it it was saying that it's like a novel approach to sequels because no one's ever really done one like this. And if it works, it could change everything. Yeah, that's why I like Danny Kaplan. He likes the fan base. He likes to keep him happy. And I mean, yeah. he's an angry gamer himself. <laughs> so he knows what people don't like and what they don't yeah. want to see. So I was just thinking about how I think it's so cool that I could buy part two, but still play with everybody in part one. And they're going to have all the same shit. Right. And that I'm not going to lose all the skins. Because, like, you, who's been be playing it for, bullshit. like, three years. Yeah. Do you know how mad you'd be if it was like, all right, you bought part two and you're starting fresh? It would make zero sense. <laughs> and, I mean, they make a good amount of money on skins anyway. So, I don't know why yeah. they would want to piss off the people that have worked so hard to have a complete skin collection. I know. I will never be one of them. No, me either. It's I, never I refuse to buy anything for Overwatch. I bought the game and that's all i'm gonna buy well, well i've bought, I bought the game like four times so <laughs> i bought the mercy breast cancer skin because that was for a cause oh well yeah but oh, i wish they would do something else like that i've been waiting i know somebody on reddit suggested they do um a thing to fund the uh australia wildfire fighting mm-hmm. and do like a skin oh, for, junk rat. for junk rat yeah. yeah i think that would be super awesome. awesome now speaking of charities do you know what's going on right now what's going on right now Games Done Quick, bro! What? It's called Awesome Games Done Quick. So this is not the the summer or the winter one. This is some, like, intermediate one between them. Oh. And I guess I didn't know about it. I just happened to find it. And they're doing a cancer foundation this time. Nice. So, uh, yeah, everybody go watch Games Done Quick. It's fantastic. When are they playing through? Uh, so I... The... Schedule would not work the other day, but it worked today, and there is no Baba is you. Sorry. Boo. We it's should like, stream that on our Twitch. We should. That would be you fun. Should, you should get on that, because I'm making you play it. Okay. Uh, Can we play it together? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to be like, I'm fucking telling you, if you put <laughs> this there, it's going to work. I'll sit there and scream the whole time. Uh, there's... They're going through all, like, the standard Ferris stuff. There's, like, tons of old Super Nintendo games. So, what's today? Today's the 7th. Yes. So. But we're releasing this on the 13th. Yeah. Which, it will be over by then. Oh, good. (laughs) But, 
uh, when I checked it out, they were doing Pokemon Sapphire. And so the Legend of Zelda series is happening later. To me, that means you're playing the whole series. Wow. So, well, okay. Cool. We're going to, they're speedrunning everything, right? Yeah. Okay. So we'll make some, some tweets about this. Well, yeah, we'll post some stuff. I want to watch one tomorrow. It is at 11 a.m. For Shinobi 3, this old Sega game that I used to play the shit out of. Oh my god, I played it so much. We never had one, so I'm like totally unfamiliar with everything that is Sega. Man, we had everything. It It was always because there was me and my brother, so if he had this one, I had the other one, you know? Yeah. And then together we had everything. <laughs> so like when the PlayStation came out, that was me and he had the N64. That's how it works. It's perfect. I was the Super Nintendo. He was the Sega, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, Game Sun Quick is going on. It is just the wildest stuff to hear them talk about how they come up with this stuff. Like how they come up with what they're going to play or? Like how they go... Well, so when we used to do this glitch, uh, it would instantly kill you, but we found a way to make it work. <laughs> so they're like, talking to like the developers? No. So they are just normal people that have figured out how to speed run these games and they just talk about how they figured it out. Wow. Okay. So like this one guy was playing Fallout, right? Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, so if we do this, we like, when I, when I load this gun it's going to rocket me across the entire map what the fuck and he goes we figured this out because uh we did some calculus he's like a lot of calculus he's like well actually one man did the calculus and so he names the guy that did it right like real human calculus yeah this guy did all this calculus to figure out the math of how this would work in the game so that this glitch works when they do it what the fuck People who speedrun don't just go, I'm going to do it fast. They pour months, if not years, into shaving off one second of their time. How can I do this the most fast? It's insane. I've, I've, I've said it before. I've watched people practice and they just do the exact same thing 50,000 times in a row. And they go, oh, wait a I minute. Can't. <laughs> what if I did this and then it works or it doesn't, you know? Ugh. I, I've never understood, like, speedrunning culture. It's fascinating to watch, but to participate, oh, yeah. I just, I, it's, it, it goes right over my head. I'm like, I don't know why I just or how. don't know how you have the time. I know. Like, how do you have the patience to sit there and be like, if I jump half a fraction before this, I can fucking obliterate my whole corpse into the air and land on the other side of the world. Like, how, yeah. does, that, how does that work? <laughs> when Super Mario Odyssey for the Switch came out, uh-huh. I had like just kind of gotten into Twitch and so I was like combing around stuff and there was a guy that I would watch every Thursday who was playing Super Mario Odyssey for the very first time and he was making notes on how he could speed run it later. Right? Okay. And I would just watch his thought. He was like, you know, I wonder if this would work because I remember playing this one part of the game. Maybe I could mix this in there and then do this faster. And he was just writing like handwriting notes right (laughs) that's just a whole different level of thinking yeah and then over months i would go back to his channel and watch him like practicing these maneuvers and he holds one of the records for speed running super mario odyssey it's crazy crazy like he just played it first and was like i think i could do this and then he crafted it and made it work that's awesome so games done quick is going on give some money (laughs) It is, it's fascinating to me that people take something that's, it's, it's essentially a hobby, such as video games, you know, yeah. and they take it to a level that is so far beyond hobby. It's, <laughs> it becomes calculus, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like I'm going to do calculus for this. But how do you, how did your brain graduate to that? Like when we were, when we were kids, video games it was a whole <laughs> the most calculus that i did for a game was like all right so if i take this mario shell and i hit 10 guys in a row i get a one up yes that's my math for gaming yeah you know gaming has come so far it's so different these days oh yeah i just don't get it but it's i i just love to watch it because i know it's something that i could never do right you know yeah growing up like 
it was considered kind of a childish hobby to have, right? I think it still is. Like, yeah. did, did you know that in Japan, where video games were, like, invented, <laughs> it's seen as bad for you to play them? Why? Like, you... Part of your culture was to create this for the rest of the world, but if you were to actually play it yourself, you're a kid. That's nuts to me. Like, they have perfected the art of video gaming over there, and people are kind of looked down upon for having it as a hobby. And it's, like, it's so much more than a hobby. Like we were saying, it's, people create careers out of this. I mean, what, that, that... That one kid who won the Fortnite tournament won, like, a million dollars. And what the fuck is he going to do with a million dollars at, like, 12 years old? (laughs) I know. I can't even touch it for six years. I, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Untouchable riches. I feel like every medium has that period where, like, it's new, so it's seen as weird. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to think about it. Like, when books were new, right? When were I books bet, new? <laughs> I bet, like, somebody was like, you're such a kid, like, you're just gonna tell people stories. The you first know? caveman to, like, write down a word. <laughs> Mom was like, what are you doing there with that childish piece of charcoal? Well, I mean, think of, like, every fantasy, like, story, video game, or movie. The minstrel's always the one that's being made fun of, but he's just telling stories, man. He's just having a good time. And they're always picking on him sympathizing with the bards yeah (laughs) all the time i mean when movies were new yeah i think i think people were always just kind of taken with movies though because they were just like whoa like i'm there holy pictures i know like they're showing me things but video games come out and it's like this is a yellow piece of pizza that's eating ghosts what does that mean (laughs) you know yeah like and I actually was listening to a podcast today about, like, this this kid, and he was like, me and my dad used to play games together all the time, and then one day, he just stopped, and he's never played again. That's so sad. My dad did the same thing. When the Nintendo came out, he and my mom played it so much that my mom used to wake up early in the mornings and turn the TV on, but no sound, just to be able to play, because if they heard the noise, my dad would come running out <laughs> and be like, it's my turn, oh and my take God. it over. That's really cute. And then he played it, he beat it, he topped every high score he could come up with the beat, and then never played a game again. That's funny. Yeah, like, I remember when I was a kid, I used to play Pac-Man with my mom on PlayStation. Yeah. And she she fucking loved Pac-Man and Frogger. She was so good at them. And then, <laughs> like, whenever, I guess, I outgrew that console, she just, you know, didn't ever play video games with me anymore just because I graduated onto things like EverQuest and that did not bear yeah. any interest for her. <laughs> she was like, Dark Elves, gross. Fuck that. But I side with your mom, though. Dark Elves are stupid. Hey, don't talk <laughs> shit about the Dark Elves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. every medium just has its... It's a rough patch, and, I mean, we've said it before, gaming is a 40-year-old industry. Yeah. I mean, I mean most people alive that. today are have have been alive since its inception. Yeah, like, gaming came about in the early 70s, right? Or even before that. Yeah, like, like 50 70s. years ago. Yeah. So it's, it's still like, pretty new. Do you think it's considered new, though? Because... I mean, it's not, but when you put it in context with like other mediums it's yeah, definitely like, a a younger source with the grand scheme of things yeah. i just feel like tv has been around for quite enough time as gaming you know am i making sense i <laughs> like, guess t- well tv and yeah game kind of like it's been around concurrent. since like what the 50s yeah and games 20 years later i guess yeah but so you would think that video gaming would be more of like a an acceptable integrated part of our culture but it's still something that's like that's for kids yeah like even like when you just say it when you say video games this sense of like childishness comes out of that you know yeah it does sound like like Like, what can we we call it i just want to play video games you know video games but i want to play my massive multi online thingy (laughs) i feel like that's why you I feel like the term video games is antiquated now. You yeah, don't like, really hear it too much. You don't. People you play, like, say it. an FPS or you play 
Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would just call them games. Gaming. People say gaming now. Yeah. And I feel like that sounds a little better. Yeah. But at the same but then time... there's also, like, the contingency of board gamers. Oh, man. Like... That's a whole nother thing. It is a whole nother thing. I am in that thing. I, I am not love in that board thing. Gaming. But They're yeah, it's so wild. It's it's just called board gaming, I guess. So we have board gaming and then just regular gaming. I was gonna say, what do you call board gaming? Yeah, board gaming. Do you call it boarding? Boarding, <laughs> riding the board. Oh man, we're gonna ride that board. <laughs> Surfing the checkers. Because even D and D has like its own little thing. I think God, when people talk D and D, they they always say something else. RPing? Maybe. Because LARPing's a bit different. That's oh when, God, like, you, that's entirely you, like, different. You dress as it and you do the whole thing. You go out there. Yeah. You get it. Do you know how I learned the term LARPing? Was it from role models? No, it was actually from the Ninja Turtles TV show. What? Really? Yeah, the 2012 one, there's an episode where they go to another dimension but they're dimension? the characters from their game that they were playing. Okay. <laughs> and so Donnie or somebody's just like, oh my God, we're LARPing. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is LARPing? <laughs> and then he proceeds to explain it. And I was like, oh. Does he stare directly weird. into the camera? He was like, Robert, LARPing is just <laughs> cosplaying, but in a game. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks, Donnie. One day, I mean... TV, like you said, isn't as old, but I feel like there's a lot more mature stuff on there. Like, but we still bad. make like, like we still make kids shows, but it's not viewed the same, you know? Yeah. Because people, I guess, only see the kid games. They never see like anything too hardcore. Or if it is too hardcore, it's training you to kill people. Right. That's you know? evil. It's going to cause you to take a gun to school. Like, you can't play if... the Call of Duty. You need the Call of Christ. Like, Call of Duty is no different than watching a war movie, you know? Just ask Tim. It's his favorite. It's like the same thing. Just ju- just shooting. That's what really, call Call of Duty, just shooting. <laughs> Tim is like one of the nicest people. I'm sure he is. So, clearly, it doesn't have that effect. I feel like, if anything, gaming lets you take out the rage into a safe context. I feel like that's that is what some people use it for. Like it's like it's that escape. Yeah, it's know? a stress release. Yeah, my stress release was always Guitar Hero. Yeah, that's gaming right there. I'm fucking mad. Just through the fire and the flames. <laughs> God, and just like rip it. Good old gaming. God, I want to play some games. I know. I'm all up in that destiny though. You're too deep. I know. One day I'll let go. But here I am, literally talking about trying to find a way to play it in. Like across the <laughs> across the ocean. I know. One day I'll let go. He says, "This is hands are white from all this tight gripping you're doing around your destiny gun." Like, ugh. this is gonna be a short one. Uh, hold on, before we before we get out of here, I have a question for you. Okay. One of my friends for my birthday. Okay. Gave me two pounds of circus peanuts. <laughs> you know those horrible orange like. Oh, I know what they are. Styrofoamy, fluffy candy bits. I'm trying to think of why. I mentioned once that I like them. <laughs> and oh. By which I mean, I like one circus peanut like every 10 years. Every once in a while, I'll be like, hmm, <laughs> circus peanuts. And like, I'll have hey, one. can I have one of your cir- circus yes. peanuts? I'm not going to buy my own. Just can I have I one know. of yours? Random stranger that I see having some and enjoying them. I've never once in my life seen a random stranger having and enjoying circus peanuts. <laughs> I think I'm the only person on earth That's who true. likes these things. What do I do with two pounds of circus peanuts? Can you not use them as insulation in your walls? I mean, I guess if I want to attract rats. <laughs> circus rats. Like, I don't know. Melt them down into a sauce? Make a cake? I feel like you have to... You have to have a party where, like, everybody gets a door prize, and it's like a little <laughs> doggy bag of circus penis. It's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna be boarding now. So if you win, you get a you get a grab bag. Oh look, it's circus peanuts! Oh my god! 
and you just keep giving them away over the course of one night until two pounds leaves with like five other people. And circus peanuts are so light, like two pounds. It's uh, like put put your hands out in front of you, shoulder width okay. apart. Okay. And imagine that distance just full of circus peanuts. That's a big bag of circus peanuts. It's a big bag of circus peanuts. I don't know what to do with it. You're going to have to take your morning coffee every morning and garnish the top with a circus peanut. <laughs> Dunk a peanut in there every day. Yeah. I, I have not had one in so long. I don't even remember like what the consistency is like. I haven't opened the bag yet. I'm just like... All I can say is, by the end of the two-pound bag, you're going to depend on your daily circus peanut with your coffee. Oh, God. You're going to learn to love it. I'm going to form a new addiction. I don't know I what mean, to do with them. <clears throat> I say you make it a point to eat one a day for... I'm imagining there's probably like 300 in there, so almost for a full year you would be eating circus peanuts. How long will that take to kill me? Like... On what days does my body just be like, no more circus peanuts? Like, I can't. There's just so much sugar. So much pink dye. I can't. They're orange. Thank you very much. Oh, well. Do you know what flavor they are? No. Take a guess at what flavor a circus peanut is. An orange-colored, marshmallow-looking circus peanut. Can I tell you this, though? Yes. I don't think I've ever had a circus peanut. Well, if you would like one, I've got a hookup. (laughs) So they're orange. You didn't say they were gross. So I like they... a circus peanut. I like a circus peanut. Well, you're saying that it's orange, like that's changing the flavor somehow. The color like, this is of a... the peanut is orange. It's like a pale creamsicle color. Yeah, but I say that the flavor is. I don't know because I've, I've I've honestly never had one. I don't even know. I think they don't even have a flavor. I think it's all about the texture. <laughs> I thought that they were circus peanut flavored, if I'm being honest with you. I thought it was just like, that is the flavor of this candy and this thing on earth only. Like, okay. this is it. But my friend, who is giving me the circus peanuts, apparently says they're banana flavored. So I'm- we have an orange <laughs> peanut that tastes like a banana. <laughs> I'm just trying to reconcile in my head. At you can't point- eat these. <laughs> I don't know. I, I it's been so long since I've had a circus peanut. I was probably it's it's got to be like at least at least ten, maybe fifteen years since I've had one. I hope you know. I am okay. Okay. See, look, there are pink ones. Okay, I knew what? that. I've only ever seen the pink ones. I've there's only ever pink, seen orange. There's there's pink, and pink, yellow. yellow, and white, and orange. Gross. And supposedly. The orange is banana flavored. Yeah. What is this? I don't know. Oh my God. Circus peanut jello salad. What is that? Oh, well, see, look, I just found a thing for you to do with it. Gross. What are circus peanuts? What goes into them? I don't know. Well, no, that's what this news story says. Oh, please tell me. (laughs) Well, while, while this should not come as a shock, circus peanuts are not real peanuts. Oh, rather. Rather, they are a peanut-shaped marshmallow candy with a soft and spongy texture. The most popular variety is orange in color and comes in artificial banana flavor. Why banana? Who, who fucking, what cokehead in the circus was like, peanuts, but orange, and also banana? But can I tell you, so you know that the ingredients go from highest content to lowest, right? Yeah. Can I read you the top two ingredients? Let me guess the top two ingredients. Okay. What is the top ingredient in a circus peanut spongy candy? (laughs) It's got to be sugar. It is sugar. What is the second highest content of the circus peanut? Orange dye? Food coloring is fourth. Oh, man. There's four ingredients in this thing? Oh, no. There's way more than that. Oh, no. But the second ingredient, so right behind the sugar, they take a cup of sugar, right? Okay. And then just under that amount of sugar is pork gelatin. Pork? Pork gelatin. Okay. All right. It's made out of sugar, pork gelatin, corn syrup, food coloring, soy protein, artificial flavors, and pectin, 
which is a gelling agent. That's fruit jelly. Oh my god. Okay, I've just found an artwork. Oh my god, it's like a 17-inch tall yellow, I mean orange circus peanut. It's mixed uh-huh. media. I don't know what the fuck it's made of. It's just called Circus Peanut 2019 by Peter Anton. Guess the going price for this work of art. $100. $7,000. Jesus. <laughs> and it's 250 to ship it domestic. Kelsey, why are they banana flavored? I don't know, Robert. Why Why do they exist is what I want to know. So, so while the reasoning behind it is a mystery. Oh, okay. One guy, one guy has, has a theory. Oh, a theory. Let's hear the theory. Apparently, rumor has it, the weird choice to make them banana-flavored stuck after a freak banana oil accident. <laughs> a freak banana oil accident. <laughs> Somebody was like, have you seen this new banana oil? It makes my elbows so smooth. Oh, I dropped it in the fat. Oh, shit. And then they ate it, and they were like, this is great. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the best. I hate everything about this. I... <laughs> hate them more now good i'm gonna bring them to go see the grudge and i'm gonna make you eat them good because i would like to try a banana flavored orange peanut good uh you want to drop some banana oil (laughs) right into this vat of candy hang on hang on hang on hang on kelsey don't knock over that banana oil (laughs) what a freak accident let's get out of (laughs) here Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. We release weekly, every Monday. We strive for that. We hold to that. We've never let you down. We ain't gonna let you down. Never, ever. Not gonna happen. The world, the world's pulling us away from Mondays, but we say no, we're gonna be on that Monday. Clawing our way back up the Monday cliff. And if you... If you like that tenacity, if you think that's something commendable, why don't you go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, and say, hey, they don't miss Mondays. They say, they say Garfield hates Mondays, but they're the reason to love Mondays. Like that. Yeah. Garfield hates them. Yimtope loves them. <laughs> you can find us and friend us on social media. We are at Yimtope. That's Y-M-B-T-O-A-P on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook page and subscribe to our channels on YouTube and twitch you can also email us at yemtope at gmail.com we want your listener mail you guys like circus peanuts <laughs> do you know why they're banana flavored you got a theory? yeah are you one of the people that was around hang on let me grab that date when they were invented in well, the guess, 18 okay oh i was gonna say 18 I'm, I'm gonna go 18 do you have an exact date no shit okay <laughs> 1833 it just says the 1800s, but... Old fucking candy. They were sold at 5 to 10 cent variety stores, and the first known penny candy was... Okay, so I'm going to say probably late 1800s, because the Tootsie, Roll, the Tootsie Roll was invented in 1896. Let me see that Tootsie Roll. A Tootsie Roll. <laughs> so... Yeah, if you've been around since the 1800s and you know this stuff, first of all, write to us about how you got to be so old. Yeah, what's your secret? Do you eat one circus peanut every single day in your coffee? <laughs> They're like, no, I sleep on a bed of circus peanuts. I absorb their banana power. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tell us if you like circus peanuts. Tell us the weirdest candy gift you've gotten like that. Because you know, like, one year for Christmas, I really like peppermints, right? Yeah. I was gifted a 10-pound bag of peppermints. that's so many peppermints. And I slowly ate them for, like, two years. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I ate them. It happened. But they don't go bad like a circus. Because I imagine if you open the bag of circus peanuts in about a month, they're going to be hard. Oh, yeah. You had an expiry date on those. Like, they have a definitive shelf life. Yeah, so I'm thinking, that's like, alright, I'm committing to eating two pounds of circus peanuts in this time frame from the moment I rip the bag open. Yes. Like, you gotta have a plan. Yes, you have to have, you have to have a plan of action going in, an itinerary, you know a what? peanut itinerary. Do not write to us. 
If you like circus peanuts, write to us how Kelsey should get rid of the circus peanuts. Please tell me what to do with these. Please. Give her some ideas. Should she mail them out to the fans? Should she make art with it? Should she make clothing with it? Ew. Ew. (laughs) Feed it to the cats? No, they would die. (laughs) We need ideas. Kelsey needs ideas. Please. Our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube while you're checking us out. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Why Circus Peanuts? Why? One more important sound we wanted you to hear. We should do the whole podcast really slowly. Because this is about how I feel. <laughs> like Hello. I'm walking on the bottom of the ocean. I'm the calmest astronaut. <laughs> I'm drowning in my own tears. <laughs> 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 <laughs>